Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Chap. I'm the Chief, and after our 40th year in this, I think we're getting worse at the draft table. We're getting worse. No, no doubt, no doubt. And I am the Champ, and if the Bush League had... Yep, I, I think I lost you there. All right, well, he is the Champ. Um, I, I'm not sure what he was about to say, but... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think I lost them. Anyway, um, we did have our our. It was our fortieth year, probably our thirty eighth draft. We'll see if Jamie calls me back. Um, and it, it, what I meant was, you would think after three plus decades that we'd become more efficient at this, um, and, and and I think we're becoming less efficient. And I'm not judging that. I'm I don't care either way. I I I have a blast either way. Um, it's just an observation. Uh, you know, w- w- one, of the, one of the best things about the draft, to me, and this is just me speaking, is I get to see everyone that I don't see that often. And um, a little reminiscing, um, a little remembering about past years. And I think it's fun. And, and uh, I, you know, I, I think most of us are competitive enough where – we can have I don't know a, what happened there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm still talking here. Um, most of us are competitive enough. All of us are competitive enough that uh, uh, I, I think we enjoy the competitive side. But uh, I, I always I always have a blast at the draft. So, Jamie, what, what, what were you going to open with? And we keep losing. <laughs> keep losing, Jamie. There there's the technical difficulties of this. Yeah, so, sorry, we had some technical difficulties there, Raj. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I, I, I was filling in. I, I filled in the time. So, what okay. what, what were you going to open with? Oh, it didn't even, that didn't even uh, come no, on? No, it didn't come on, no. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. So, I said if the Bush League had a draft day drink, it would consist of equal parts buffoonery, ineptitude and jocularity with a dash of sardonic bitters and a twist of mayhem all served in a highball glass <laughs> okay well, first... oh, wait 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 and, and the drink would be shaken not stirred <laughs> first of all I, I i love the term highball like i don't think that term's been used in like 35 years 40 years so that's a great what term you, what, do you, what do you mean what do you mean i i i've had a highballs recently as three or four Three months ago or something. I love a good highball. I, I know. it's But isn't it a generic phrase for uh, it is. alcoholic drink? Yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. It's, it's just the spirit and some sort of soda or something. With, yeah. 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 Um, I, wh- what I was saying is how I think we're getting worse is you would think after three plus decades we'd become more efficient at this, and we're not. And I don't carry the way, I said. I'm, I'm good with it. I have a blast I, I think- no matter what. I, 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 when, uh, when I got home, Terry asked me, what did I think of the draft? And I said, it, it was a beautiful mess. And uh, I, I loved every second of it. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Maybe it's better if, we, if we're not efficient. We get less efficient. And I can't imagine, like, if, if, if we end up doing this into our late 60s and a few of us would be early 70s, like, you become less efficient at that age. And how bad would it be? How, how bad? Do you think the draft would be at that point? <laughs> I think all it does, well, you know, there were points when people start to fill their rosters. Um, 
there's there's a group that's concentrating and there's a group that's kind of like I'm glad this is done. Yeah. Um, okay. And not, not yet ready for the the fab round. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, our, our first show after the uh, after the draft. We do have a guest, uh, defending champion uh, Josh Panzarella from the uh, from the dudes. Uh, Josh, you the, you still with us? Yep. How you doing, Rod? All right. Good. Did you get knocked off when Jamie got knocked off as well? No, I, I heard everything Jamie was saying. Uh, okay. I think it was just just uh, me and him were on the same line. I guess I don't know. Well, I'm sure it was profound, whatever he was saying. Um, uh, it was that very confusing <laughs> analogy. So. <laughs> All right. So let's 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 talk about your team a little bit, um, and then we'll we'll talk about your your uh, feelings on the draft. Uh, well, I guess, I guess we'll start with the re- retention. A- any buyer's remorse with uh, Trey Turner? No. Okay. Not, not at all, really. Um, I-, I did have those thoughts early, like like you brought up uh, on the last pod, whether or not I could get him for less than four fifty. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you paid I get four it. and a quarter for Scherzer last year. You paid four forty-five for Turner last year. I don't see him being less valuable coming to the Phillies lineup. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. And then, um, you know, as I'm scanning through your your roster here, um, the back end of the bullpen, back end of your pitching staff looks pretty good. You got Robertson, Devin Williams, uh, Duvall out of San Francisco. Um, What are your thoughts on your starters? Where where do you feel like uh, I should be pretty good and where are you showing any concern, if any? As far as my pitching, the starting, I, uh, the starting staff. Or, yeah, my my starters are kind of the normal way for me, you know, but a prayer basically. Um, I like I kept Webb at two fifty. I'm fine with that. Uh, Johnny Cueto, <laughs> whatever. But uh, I was good with. I wanted tie on and Flaherty and Wainwright. You know, see if you can suck one more year out of Wainwright. Yeah. Uh, Clarity, if healthy, finally uh, can be kind of a kind of a crapshoot shot for me. So hopefully, again, it's a lot of hope in that in that rotation. But uh, my bullpen, I'm, I'm happy with those guys. Absolutely, uh, happy yeah. with Williams and Duvall, and uh, I'm thinking Robertson's going to get a crack at that closing job in New York too. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, we get another year out of him. Well, yeah, that's a good point about Robinson. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Buck Showalter is going to go with the hot hand at any point during the season. Oh. So, yeah, you, you you might run into some saves. If not, you're going to run into a bunch of holds. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, uh, and then with the offensive side, if I'm doing the math right, Michael Conforto was the most expensive player you bought at the draft. I mean, not retained, but bought at the draft. Um what, what, what do you think about Conforto this year after missing a whole year? Uh, you know, I was in kind of a weird spot with the money, obviously, because okay. I spent so much retention-wise. So, like you guys said, I kind of got to just dabble for the first couple couple hours, really. But then you kind of get into a spot where you have a strategy kind of going in where it's like, I can kind of play on cheaper guys, but everybody's got money, so you don't want to throw them guys out too early, right? Yeah, right. So I came mm-hmm. to Porto, and uh, I did have a little bit of money still, and I needed outfielders at that point. Because uh, I was 
teams were starting to fill up. I ended up being the second guy out, I believe, behind Bob, Bob Freeze. But uh, I had a lot of spots to fill at one point. So, I, you know, hey, if he hits 260-something or whatever and pops 20-plus home runs, I'm fine with him for a dollar fifty or 55 or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. All right, Jamie, what do you got? Um, yeah, uh, Josh, um, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. It seems like on the offensive side, the two players that would be key would be uh, Michael Conforto and Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, yeah, I got quite a bit of like bounce back guys in there. Obviously, with that, those two guys. Uh, hopefully, you know, Will Myers has one of his decent years. Maybe you know he's playing in Cincinnati, so maybe his offense will play up again playing there. It, it, but, it's interesting when people look after the draft at, at rosters and it, it, it's so hard because you don't know the context of where we were in the draft. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you had mentioned is that at, at, at one point you just had to start filling the roster. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and there's guys that you wouldn't look at. I mean, you get towards the end, like, like an Edmundo Soso or whatever. Now, if Hoskins getting hurt, maybe he plays more, he plays multiple positions. So again, it was kind of, I got a lot of, bounce back guy, Jonathan India, Kettle Marte, you know, Evan Longoria. A lot of guys who were either hurt or underperformed. But well, I, I, I think what you had just mentioned to, to Raj was that there's a lot of hope in this roster. And if anything, you know, hope springs eternal, right? So yeah. we're in that season. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is kind of weird. I guess you can look at it two different ways. Um, I believe you said, you know, pressure's on after winning. And I kind of look at it the opposite way. You know, I get a get a win under my belt last year, so it kind of gives me a little more, I don't know, freedom to do a little, think a little differently, I guess, in my oh, mind, I, anyway. I, I absolutely think so. I, I think from your fan base, you buy yourself a couple of years, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah, well, you know, all fans of one, me, <laughs> so uh, and we'll, we'll be patient with ourselves, I guess. <laughs> I, I have two more questions for you. Number one is reserve round. First person you took was Andrew Painter. Is, is, is that a hopeful play for this year or a play for next year? Um, probably next year, depending on where I go. Like, I really, uh, with the reserve round, I don't normally use this many guys. And you guys know uh, my knowledge of the ins and outs of the roster rule book is limited at best. So uh, That's true for everybody. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, uh, Painter is... Mervis, um, Dylan Dodd, Relic, those guys are all guys that uh, may be up this year. And then if not, they're all higher-ranked prospects for the most part that I can kind of keep next year. That's what was a little bit tougher with the retention this year is that I really just had nobody cheap to keep at this point. (laughs) So so it's kind of either spend big or spend nothing for the most part. Um, Yeah, so – I wanted to give myself some options for next year, too, because like we were talking in the pre-show, when you have a keeper league, it's kind of you always have some form of eye on next year to a degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. Question last before we get into your NL predictions. Question last is how is your right arm feeling after sitting next to Raj and being hit all night? Ah, like getting – Tickled with a feather. Nope. <laughs> <I was fine. laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, he was using not, the word hit, and I, I, I would use the word tap. 
I would tap him on the shoulder, not hit him on the shoulder. <laughs> All right. Tom, Tom, Tom said he bruised, so uh, you, yeah. you, you must have, you must have pull out cold cocked him, I guess. <laughs> so, did, Raj, do we want to get into the uh, National League predictions here? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that, Josh. Who, who do you got for the NL East, Central, and and West to win it? To you win know, the, the division. Yeah, it's kind of strange because I, I almost see the way last year played out being the same exact way. Really, I mean, I think Atlanta wins the East, St. Louis again in the Central, and L.A. in the West. Um, and even the wild cards. When I look at, I don't, I don't feel there's a big difference uh with them i mean maybe the cubs will be a little bit better maybe they can sneak in a little bit but i just think i think the mets and the phillies really and san diego are kind of clear-cut wild card uh winners if you know they stay healthy and guys perform the way they're supposed to okay yeah Um, yeah i almost see an exact replica of last year to be honest with you all right. Do you have any uh, dark horses? It, it teams like uh, they might not be a, they may be a year or two away, but I think they're going to make some noise. I think the Cubs are coming back. Um, they were whatever fourteen games under five hundred last year. They got Swanson. I mean, I like Swanson. Puts up numbers, and he's kind of a culture guy. Uh, they got young arms coming. Uh, they're the one. I mean, like Arizona. They got a bunch, some young guys, but I don't think they're, you know, going to make any noise this year, really. Uh, Colorado, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, they're all going to stink, I think. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't see a big difference from last year's. Um, I guess Milwaukee could sneak back in the, ahead of St. Louis maybe if there's, you know, something there. Cause they still got Burns and Woodruff at the top of the rotation for one more year or so. Okay. All right. Well, Josh, we appreciate you coming on, uh, taking the time out of your busy morning, and um, uh, uh, and the other thing too, we love we love the pick you sent out with the uh, w- with the bobblehead. That was a cool bobblehead, uh, the little catcher there. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I didn't I didn't know uh, I didn't know that was part of the uh, whatever prize, winning this prize, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's hey, pretty cool that thing. Yeah. Hey, Josh, can, can, yep. you, can you just do me a favor? Can you? Uh, Keep the uh, Bush League trophy, keep it shined up so that next year when I get it, it'll be bright and shiny. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know how I'm going to shine that thing. <laughs> I, think, I think that thing, uh, I may still have been in diapers when that thing was handed to somebody. So <laughs> I don't think you were born when that thing was yeah. handed to someone. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, nice. I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, All right. My nine year old was very impressed with that trophy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the mentality it. of it, sure. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. i got to keep his grubby paws off it or uh, it'll have gum or something else. <laughs> All right, it. man. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good week. And Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, make sure you listen because I have uh, some thoughts on what to do with this rosters if they're not input by uh, by Wednesday. So uh, that, that'll it. be my close. I'd like to hear your thoughts. All right, man. Take care. Sounds good, man. Appreciate it. Good luck, Josh. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Yep. See you, guys. Okay, so, Jay, he, he's uh, still optimistic. You, you know what? I, he's probably right that Turner does go to, to 450, it, and you just you just don't have to feel the pain as you know the prices start to creep up. It, it, it's always painful, right? When that happens, when somebody just won't quote let you get the player. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I get where he's coming from. I guess if you get into a bidding war and then you back out at 455 and you think I could have kept him at 450, what's the difference of a nickel at that point? Right, right. I mean, you're in this far. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> so with with his uh, National League picks, um, he seemed to have L.A. win in the West and then San Diego and Philadelphia and Atlanta, or New York coming out uh, as the wild cards. Um, I, I see it a little different. Can I share with you? And tell me yeah, your please. Thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I got the Mets in the East. Um, okay. I got the Cardinals in the Central. And I got the Padres in the West. Um, as far as the wild card, I, I think there's quite a few teams. Well, relatively. Really? Well, I don't think the – I mean, if the Phillies win 85 games with Harper out to July, let's just say July, and Hoskins out, and they have no – I mean, I guess you could stick Hall at first base, but I, I feel like he's not going to hit a home run every seven at-bats here <laughs> like he did at the end of the year. Um, I, I, I think I think they're going to struggle a little bit unless they outscore people um, or if they're pitching just go through periods where they're – where they're pitching under a three ERA as a group. I, I think it's just going to be tough for them with, with those two bats out of the lineup. Um, okay, so who do you have for the wild cards? Well, I have uh, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Philly, and L.A. probably fighting it out. If you get 85 wins somehow, I, I think – like, I don't think L.A. is that good. But if they squeak 85 wins, I think they might fall in. Milwaukee might fall in. I, I think Atlanta's the slam dunk. For the uh, wild card, and then okay. Milwaukee, LA, Philly, just kind of hanging on, scratching on to to make that last last wild card spot. All right, I'm writing all this down as as, as you talk about it. So, uh, you had New York, St. Louis, San Diego um, as division winners. Then uh, wild card would be Atlanta, Philadelphia, and then Milwaukee slash Los Angeles, right? Because you're down on Los Angeles this year. Yeah, I think the wild card's Atlanta. And then Philly, Milwaukee, L.A. fight it out for that last one if they can scratch out 83 to 85 wins. Like, that's what it might come down to. Um, I I do have a sexy pick that might not – I don't think they're there yet, but – Okay. And that's the Diamondbacks. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're, they're probably a couple years away. They are. Yeah, I I, I get that. I mean, that's – that's yeah, if you have to have a dark horse. So, and and I think – you know, think about the Orioles last year where they went on that run to kind of stay, you know, they brought all those young kids up, went on that run. Now, the Orioles is a little different situation because you're dealing with that whole American League East, right? You're fighting three teams right there just to get a wild card spot. And I don't think that's the same in the National League. I I, I think that last wild card might have 83 wins. I, I, I it, may, it may be that low. Okay. Wow. And I don't wow. know if Arizona right. can get the 83 wins. I'm just giving you an example of what the Orioles did last sure. year. And if they, you know, they, they the pitching's not bad. Like, if Gallon can improve, I, I think, I, you know, if, if those young hitters. Improve what? I mean, he was, he was really good last year. I mean, if he takes okay. the next step forward, he's going to be top, what, top three, right? Well, top three I, NL pitchers. I, right. Isn't that, isn't that what they kind of look at him as, like getting better every year and, you know? I, I, I think um, I think his ceilings they think his ceilings probably higher than Wheeler, higher than Nola. 
well, uh, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right because I, I, I've got a lot riding on that. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think where their strength lies right now is is that that young outfield yeah, that they have right. coming up, and then they have a, a, a shortstop by the name of Jordan Lawler who yep. was picked up in the the fab round. Yep. That's probably a year or two away. But the, I think offensively they have some some good good some good players coming up. And you know it's a little bit easier for hitters I think than pitchers. Or, or am I wrong with that? No, when you I, first you're, come up? you're absolutely right. Yeah. When I say easy, that's all relative because it, it's not easy at all. Right. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. The hitters are usually ahead of the pitchers in development. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So you want my picks here? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Same as last year. Oh. Okay, you think the Phillies can? Um, the only, the only thing I would change with what Josh said is that I would San Diego will probably win the West and LA will be the wild card. Okay. Um, yeah, Philadelphia would be last team in. Mm-hmm. They would be number six in. Um, but and maybe Milwaukee would be number seven. But it falls off pretty quickly. You know, I know Bill is really big on um, for the Bush League. He's very big on um, keeping it competitive. Um, if only he could do that for Major League Baseball, that would be awesome. Because it's, it's not very competitive. It falls off really quick. No, but uh, I agree. But I, I think, I don't know if Josh is right in a sense. I, I think the Cubs are on their way back. I mean, they're starting to, they have some decent young players and they're starting to address some holes. Um, and I think Arizona is right in that spot too. So, um you know, maybe the, you know they they won't they won't be as bad as as last year. I, I guess I don't understand Chicago's thinking because when you say address some holes, I mean they had the players. I don't understand why they got rid of everything. I mean that's one of the largest markets and valued franchises in all of baseball. Yeah, but what did they get rid of? Chris Bryant? Like, I'm starting to think he's a little overrated. Chris, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, uh, Wilson Contreras. Um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the first baseman um, that's now with the Anthony Yankees. Rizzo. Uh, Rizzo. Sorry? Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo, yeah. I mean, just I, well, yeah, a whole host of players. Yeah, but I, I, Bryant hasn't developed into what Bryant everyone thought Bryant would develop into. I mean, he's a good player. He's very consistent, when he, except for last year. But he, yeah. he's not a 3,500 RBI guy. 35 homers, 100 RBI guy. Baez yeah. strikes out a whole lot. I don't know. I, 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 my I, I my just point is, if I'm a Cubs fan, go. I'm really disappointed with what they did. Mm. They should have been competitive for a longer period. How about that? Oh, yeah. don't forget, they got rid of Jay Hay, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got Cody B back. They're yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there you go. There you have it. There's a wash. Yep. Um, okay. All right, so we're uh, we're a little different. I, I think the Phils are going to struggle. This I, I, not struggle as in be ten games under five hundred, but it's just going to be tough for them without those two hitters. And this is yeah, where but... this is where I wish they would have signed Jerickson Profar because they could have moved Schwarber to first and Profar and left. And you know you're missing some stuff, but Profar is a major league hitter. Um, what I've heard about Profar is that he can play anywhere. Yes, in the real world. He could play anyway. Okay. Uh, we, had to, we, had to, we had to go there. Let's press the line. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's let's talk about the we, – we talked a little bit about the draft in our opening. Um, 
Let, let's let's get into your team since we the rosters aren't in yet, so it's a little difficult reading off my phone. But I just yeah. want to bring up two guys, uh, Verlander and Scherzer. And you and I got okay. you and I were last, I think, on both of these guys. Maybe not on Scherzer. Maybe I, I didn't last to the very end. But you and I were last on Verlander, and that was early in the draft. And what would you get him for? Three seventy. Yeah, three seventy. So looking back. Um, and I, I, that was a guy I had earmarked right, right from the get go. Um, what were you going to go to just out of curiosity? Not much more. So you wouldn't have hit four. No, probably not. Yeah, And I didn't want to go four either, but I wasn't sure how far you were going to go on that. Um, did you have Scherzer and Verlander earmark because it seemed like the way you were bidding, you did like that's the two guys you wanted. Um, I wanted one of the two of them, and and, and this goes back to what Tom says um, is that I, I, I definitely overcompensated for my weakness last year. I, I didn't want to get into a situation where I'm trying to find pitchers in Fab every week, and it, it's just maddening. It's it's tough to do, so I overcompensated on pitching and I, I spent gobs of pitching. When I look at the dollar values and it, it, this could be percentage wise, this could be the highest amount spent in terms of pitching. Cause normally pitching um, spending is somewhere between 65 and 70% of your, your total budget. And I spent way over that. In fact, I'm trying to add that up right now. So I'm, I'm concerned about that. And if I jump ahead a little bit, um, I, I, my team doesn't have any speed. So, you know, I'm just going to be chasing that all year. Yeah, I, I mean, I spent more than 50% yeah, on pitching, I which I don't yeah. know has been done before. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I could have hurt myself there. And Verlander, but if, if, if they stay healthy for the most part, relatively healthy, um, you're going to get some good numbers out of those guys. How about this? If I get 25 to 28 starts from each one of them, I, I should I should do very well in pitching categories. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 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 Verlander had a full season last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he looked really well. He looked good. I I, I just like the idea that these guys are veterans and are not going to be phased by rule changes. In, in fact, as we've talked about, people like Scherzer are going to use it to his advantage. I just think they're not only great pitching arms, but they're smart pitchers too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then looking at your your offensive side, um, I guess Adames you bought for two? And was, yeah, that, was that got highest? to the point, like Josh said, at the draft yeah. where I'm like, uh-oh, I don't know what's happening here. i I got to get something. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. And that's the highest player you bid on that you purchased at the draft. Yeah, I, I, I tried. I, I just – offensive players were, were – were, at that part of the draft were just going for more money than I cared to. And if I could go back and do it again, I would swap out a Verlander for a bigger hitter. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and Verlander – and Burns were the two guys that I I wanted to anchor that my staff, and gotcha. I I spent more money on Burns. 
right? Because that's, well, that's how it yeah, works. Should we talk about your team? Yeah, you can. All right. Let me just let me just run through here. Um, but we'll, we'll start with the pitching because, you know, you had already retained Darvish and Freed. So you were starting from a, a really good place. And uh, Edward Cabrera, right, mm-hmm. for 25 cents? Yeah. Um, did you feel that you needed more pitching, or what was the what was the thought process getting? Because you already had two frontline starters. Uh, yeah. So I I felt like getting a like another strikeout guy would would help. And Burns' ERA and WHIP is really really good all the time. Darvish kind of fluctuates a little bit. I'm not. I'm Freed still young, and I felt like Burns would counterbalance a guy like Ashcraft. Right. So. And he's a guy that pitches all the time, so I, I just, I just felt like it would, it would help. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this question here: How long does Austin Gomber stay on your active roster? As soon as what, the what, rosters the are date? in, as soon as the rosters get get solidified and put in the yeah, yeah that's when he comes out. Yeah. All right. So you're not going to get Gombert, huh? I'm not going to get Gombert. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's jump over to the offensive side here because uh, I, I guess one of the roster moves you're going to be making is going to be Juan Yepes, right? He didn't make the opening day roster. Correct. Yeah, I know. I'm a little disappointed about that. But, I, I mean, he'll be back up eventually. So, so here's the thing, is, is that you talked about pitchers that you were targeting, Scherzer and Verlander. Yeah. Um, I really wanted Freddie Freeman, and when I couldn't get him, I wanted Pete Alonzo, and you got both. Yeah, it's funny. So it, it, it sounds like there might be a trade somewhere in <sighs> what do we have? We we have we have that one day in July that we can make a trade. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because uh, I'm going to need those guys to to produce all year. Um, and the other guy that I'd like. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be any good, and I can't say his name. I think he played on the Mexican World Baseball team. This is Joey Manessis. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, um, I think he. I think he could be a good player. Um, and then I got he's your guy. He's in a good situation, right? He's in a good he situation is. being just down in Washington. Let him play. He should get playing time. Yeah, just let him play and hit his way out of slumps and see what happens. Um, and then the other guy is this Tyler O'Neill. So he went for two eighty. I could have retained him for two dollars, and yeah, he. I knew he was going to go over two dollars. Yeah, and he, you know, we've talked before that he could be a thirty thirty player. Yeah. he could definitely be a twenty twenty with 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 ease if he can stay healthy. And it's just, I, I don't know. He's only done it that one year, and yeah, that could be a great pick. It's still a lot of money though, but again, yeah. the context of what it, when he came up in the draft is. I was, I was hoping no one brought him up to, you know, I was trying to keep some money around. And then I had the money, and I thought, all right, this is the time where I got, like, there's. Yeah. I no, that makes sense. Him. You guys strike while it's hot, yeah. while the iron's hot. And then the other guy I wanted to point out that uh, I saw him at Cleveland. You asked me to look at him when I went to the Cleveland game against the White Sox is Nolan Jones. And when I, yeah. I texted you, I was like, this guy's swing is unbelievable. He looks awesome. And. Then I looked at his stats, and his stats were pretty bad. He just never – he just didn't produce. Now he gets traded to Colorado. I don't know. He can play outfield. He can play third base, probably play a little first. He's not going to play first base. But um, did you end up keeping him in your league last year? 
Or did you just kind of release them? Oh, I never had them in any league. Oh, I thought you had them in your Republic League or something. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I probably confused you. I, I had them in uh, out-of-the-park baseball. Okay. <laughs> so the ultimate fantasy league. Okay, yeah. So let me bring you back to reality. I, I don't. This guy's swing is awesome, but I don't know how good he is. So there you go. Um, well, you know, we know the Rockies aren't the best uh, at evaluating talent. And I guess they've already sent him down to, where do they play, Colorado Springs or somewhere like that? Um, it, it, it's a little bit tough by the fact that they signed Jerks and Profar, and they also signed Mike Moustakis. So, you know, that kind of puts them behind, there, uh, behind them. And, um, you know, it looks like they're going to give uh, Alaris Montero a, a, a run at third base. Who knows for how long? It's funny about Moustakis, so, isn't it? Like, why, 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 why are you picking this guy up? He's a bad defensive player. Can only play two infield positions, and he can't hit anymore. Um, because the Rockies might think that they're in contention this year. Whatever. I just yeah, exactly. That yeah. was the point. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Hey, can can I ask you about your reserve roster real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think there's a player on there that you just you just absolutely love, and that's Mason Wynn of the Cardinals, isn't it? I do. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping DeJong falls on his face, man. Because Wynn played pretty oh. well in the spring. Oh, he, he did. Um, the, the young, um, the Cardinals actually got a break from having to make a decision. Um, he's in the last year of his contract. Um, he's hurt right now. Um, when he comes back, when he's el- eligible to play, the Cardinals will say send him on the maximum um, minor league rehab stint, and then they'll make a decision. But it, it, it's a sunk cost. I, I, I can see the Cardinals releasing DeYoung if they can't move him to some team. And I don't know if wins up, you know, it's the first person up, because the Cardinals still have Edmund at short. They can play Brandon yeah. Donovan. Yeah. But Nathan Wynn's only 20. Him and, Jay, uh, uh, him and Walker, Jordan Walker, only 20. He's not far away because I think his hit tool is much better than what they anticipated. Yeah. In fact, you know, when you, you look at the way he swings the bat and C.J. Abrams swings the bat, Wynn swings the bat much better. And That's the, a really good comparison because, yeah, C.J. Abrams has gotten a lot more. They're, they're kind of, quote, similar players. And 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 um, Mason Wynn was drafted as, as a two-way player. I mean, I think they love him at shortstop. But yeah, he was he was also drafted as a pitcher. Oh, was he? I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got a rocket for an arm. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, it, him and Cruz have cannons coming out of there. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. If 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 I could throw a ball like that, I would be freaking showing it off everywhere. I, I would wait until the last second and just fire that ball over there. Yeah, that's you know, what instead Cruz of having does. to you know yeah. cobble over a throw. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of crow hops and then let it rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even a crow hop, just fire it from flat, you know. <laughs> you know, making plays in the in the hole and just yeah, it, it would be awesome. Yeah. You so, know, think about this. Think about this left side of the infield with the arms, having Arenado and Mason win on that side. Man, your arm, your 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 hand, if you're Goldschmidt, must hurt with these guys throwing over there. Yeah, and figure how deep you can play. Yeah. Yeah, you just play deep because you can make the throw. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess with Edmund. And that, and that brings up the other thing you and I talked about earlier. And the Cardinals have a lot of bats that I just don't know what they do with. And they need pitching. And now, I mean, it's a good spot to be in. But I feel like 
they got a lot of guys that could play on a major league roster. And, um, yeah, I, I, I just don't I, – I, it, it must be tough looking at that as a general manager thinking, well, we need pitching, we got these bats, what, what do we do with them? I mean, Yepes didn't make the team, and Burleson did. They, they got five outfielders. They got two shortstops. They got Brandon Donovan plays everywhere, literally qualifies for everywhere. And yeah, like, yeah. You still you, – you're committed to Arenado. You're obviously committed to Walker. You're committed to Goldschmidt. Like, wh- where are these guys going to play? So, they have – I think what they're going to try and do, not to make this a Cardinal-centric podcast, but I think what they're trying to do is give these outfielders some time to see who they can possibly move and who sticks around. Um, they do have arms um, in, in, in the minor leagues. I mean, we're not that far off of uh, Libertor, right? He yeah. was a big pitching prospect Probably. that could, yeah. could, 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 could come back again. And he, here's a name for everybody. You ready? I'm going to, I'm going to give a, um, a, a little alert for people that keep them on your radar. There's a guy by the name of Tink Hentz. Okay. He, he's going to be the next big Cardinal pitcher. Um, he's not on the 40-man, so you know he's another young guy. He's only 20, 20 years old, and he's, he's going to be really good. They have arms in, in – in, they, they have a guy from Villanova. Um, Gordon Graceffo. Oh yeah, that they right. also like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I, you know, Dakota I get... Hudson's down in the minors. It's just it, pitching is just so tough. I, I get that they have young arms, but they don't. They they need like if they're gonna make a run at it, they got the bats to make a run. Like, wh- what are you doing? Plus, um, the, the I, Phillies need that'll someone. That'll change. That'll change come uh, come uh, um, All Star break, if not before. Yeah. All right. And the Phillies need a first baseman. It'd be nice to have Juan Yepes right there. Mm. Of course, we got no one to trade, so whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we talked a little bit about our teams, and and hopefully the the um, rosters will be in soon. Uh, let's talk about uh, World Baseball Classic. I, I, I we talked earlier that I thought Japan had the best team, and they end up winning. Yeah, you were absolutely right with with, with that. Um, I, you, I mean, you like a nice, tight, fundamental baseball team that does things the, the small ball, if you will, that does things well, and um, you kind of got your wish, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, you know that's keep in mind that we have our best pitchers not pitching there. It, you know, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just thought for that tournament, Japan had the best team. And how did you like? You know that final inning with um, Shohei Otani. I mean, how much did he want to be there, and, and you know, to to uh, bring it home for for Team Japan in the ninth inning? Yeah, it's kind of like a storybook ending, right? Right, going against yeah, maybe maybe Major League's best hitter, right? All right. It's certainly arguable um, against the world's best pitcher. I don't know if he's the best pitcher, yeah. but he, and, and against his yeah. Well, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Otani could have been facing himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the classic, <laughs> like Bugs Bunny. Um, um, but but to face his teammate, um, his, you know, his major league baseball teammate in Mike Trout, that was yeah, that was that was pretty good viewing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Trout put good swings on those pitches. It's just they're tough pitches. Yeah, yeah. sound like he got fooled. Hey, let's just jump yeah. jump back for a second. Um, we'll, we'll let we'll, we'll talk about everybody's rosters. Um, probably next week, but it's just 
our old eyes can't look at a picture. Thanks for Rick for sending the picture of the draft yeah, board, but right. I can't look at it uh, and go through everybody's team. <laughs> no, I, I was, but I, I, I had trouble going through mine. Um, yeah. Anyway, all right. <coughs> uh, lastly, or not lastly, but I do have a twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you haven't worn one. Uh, it's a, called a Hop Hog from Lancaster Brewing Company. Uh, I've had these in the past. Uh, I don't think I've ever brought it up. It's a, um, uh, it's it's like a. I guess you would call it a, it's a light IPA. Um, it's right right in town, right in Lancaster. They have their own, sell burgers and stuff like that, and uh, they make their own beer. And they have kind of wild beer. Like um, uh, I saw yesterday, uh, they had tiramisu beer. Yeah. Um, let's just jump back for a second here. Um, Lancaster Brewing Company, so you've actually been there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian, I've been there. Have, have they expanded their selection? Because, I mean, they've been around for a while, right? They've been around 50, 10 or 15 years. Yeah, they have expanded it into kind of, uh, they have a pumpkin ale, um, like a pumpkin cream pie ale, a tiramisu, um, strawberry. They, it, they, they're, they're expanding like that, like some um, novelty. I guess I'll call them novelty beers. Well, let's, let's, be in, let's keep in mind that micro brewery brewing beer lovers really want the next thing it, it, it's it's a hard business right yeah you, you have a flagship beer but people are always trying to get the the newest thing and you know to stay competitive you, you got to come up with that and it's 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 a hard industry i mean rick knows yeah and the other thing too is i i i don't have any notes from beer advocate because now once we put in a username and password and i'm not doing that i refuse to I'm, I'm, what? I'm not, I'm really? Not, I'm not putting any more username password things. I'm just not doing it. Just, just steal bills, right? He's a yeah. Um, and beer advocate. You can and, tell and, me and what fact, beer advocate he, says. He doesn't drink anything under ninety, right? <laughs> yeah, this is probably under ninety. I would put it as an eighty-five. I, I like it. Right. Um, but if, yeah, Bill, if you could log into Beer Advocate and text me what this is, but I'm I'm just re- I, I'm I'm making a social stance here. I'm not you doing the usernames huh? and passwords for. A beer advocate. I'm just not doing that. Um, hey, do we have some time before we do the walk off? You, you want to give me your thoughts on, on on the draft? We forgot to ask uh, Josh his overall thoughts on on draft day, the accommodations, the setup. Or am I jumping ahead? No, no, no. You're good. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great place. Like the way Bob described it in the basement, I thought it was just going to be like concrete walls, like someone's basement. <laughs> But I thought it was I thought it was really nice. I, I thought the service was great, uh, parking was great, uh, location, you know, to the hotel and stuff. I I thought it was awesome. I I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was a a great place to have a draft. Um, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter where we are now, Jamie. We have ten people. It's tight anywhere. You know what I mean? If you'd have came to my house, it's it's going to be tight. Um, the fact that Bob Freeze had that screen is amazing. Like, I, I yeah, didn't know that's a relic, had... right? That's a throwback. That was amazing that he had that. Yeah, and that thing was yeah, and, and the projector. We yeah. haven't seen that since the days of Schmidt's house. I think we used a projector at my house one time, and the bulb blew, and I had to go get my TV. What? That, yeah, wow. that was a long time ago, though. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really fun. I, I had a blast, and it's great seeing everyone, and, and the location was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. Excellent. Yourself? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I thought I thought it went really well. Um, my biggest concern there was going to be the Wi-Fi, and yeah, it, was, it worked like a charm. Um, yeah, I know. I, I thought that worked really well. It, 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 the ends of the table, you were in the middle. Um, the ends of the table got cut off. I don't know if you noticed. And yeah. I was like, oh, God, where am I going to sit here? Because Sam and I had to work out a little arrangement. He had that little table there because there, there, there wasn't room to really even move your, your mouse at that point. Um, but I, I thought overall, I didn't utilize the beer service, which was kind of strange, right? Um, but, I, you know, the, the, the amenities I thought were, were, were perfect. And food coming down, drink coming down. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought Bob did a, yeah, Bob Kirk did an excellent job there. And Bob Freeze yep. kind of saved the day with the, um, with the screen. Cause I don't know. Based upon the room setup, I don't know how it would have worked with the television. Uh, yeah, that'd have been difficult. Um, and that's why I think we would need to go to Google Sheets to be a lot easier, or hire someone, right? They can just hire someone to to input the stuff. And how much? How much would you have to pay somebody to slog through nine hours worth of nonsense and people not remembering what the last bid was? And I mean, we we forgot the last bid like. By round two, um, and going back, and you know what positions play people play, and rosters moving, and Tom having to do all that—it's—it's it's a lot. Yeah, we should actually pay Tom's entry fee every year. <laughs> <laughs> Just thank him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what do you want? He says he likes to do that. He says he likes to do that. Yeah, stuff. I remember him saying For that. some strange reason. I don't, I don't know why Why that is because, you know, of all the responsibilities that people have had, because they, they've shifted over the years, you know, a lot have given, you know, a few people have given a lot, um, but but he has um, continued to do that through the days, um, I guess, since the days of actually doing it on a, um, a, a board, a poster board. Remember that? I do remember with the sticky notes. And, and do you remember this? I, I used to, before the draft, I used to cut out post-it notes that fit the squares of the poster board so that when players were moved, you could just write it on a post-it note and stick it up there. Yeah, I, I That's know. how old we are. I know. I remember. <laughs> and uh, I can tell everybody, I'll make this announcement right now, we are not going back to the days of keeping stats manually. Yeah, it's no. just not going to happen. Yeah. And now we have more time on our hands, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. That's that's my problem, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. They say I'm lazy, but it takes all my time. <laughs> what What are you walking off with? All right, um, we, we've kind of touched upon this, but let me formally just thank, first of all, Bob Kirk for uh, doing the accommodations. You know, I had punted um, accommodations this year um, after doing it the last few years. And uh, he stepped up and picked that up, and uh, you know, good by him for for having, you know, all of those facilities ready to roll. Um, hopefully, he won't be kicked out as a uh, as a member of the club. But um, I, I thought it went really well. Maybe he caught a break by it being bad weather, and there weren't as many golfers um, at, at the club. Um, Bob Freeze for uh, bringing the uh, um, bringing the screen and a projector. And the monocle, that was a hit, wasn't it? The monocle, yeah. Yeah, what was that thing? A sextant? What was it? I don't, I don't, he, I asked him, he said it, it's called a monocular. 
Not a binocular. Monocular. Okay. That binocular. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right? A monocular yeah. as opposed to a binocular? Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, those. I, I tried to use it once, and, it, it, you know, it was like a kaleidoscope, you know? I thought I should be playing Lucy in the Sky with diamonds or something with that thing. Yeah, I tried to use it, too, and it didn't work with my bifocals. I probably should have took in the took in. I probably should have took my glasses off. And uh... <laughs> Hey, by the way, I looked over at you at one point. Yeah. And you took your glasses off, and you look like a totally different person. I mean, it looks like those glasses have been embedded into your, your eye sockets now. Well, that, that's the only way I can see. No, that, that's okay. I'm just saying, have you, you ever notice people that always wear their glasses and when they take them off, they're just like, it looks like their their eyes are spinning counterclockwise? No. I, I have all not right, maybe that was the beer then. I have not noticed not that. Not for me, for you. All right. Is that all um, you Let's say, wait, wait. I'm not done yet. All right. Don't, don't rush right. me. Okay. I can take whatever time I want. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else gets draft day thanks? Um, I guess Bill for doing the money and sending out the, uh, 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 what was that, a QR code. Kind of did it backwards, but uh, we'll work on that. Um, and then what I guess I really want to walk off is, is I know some people now find this the best time of the year, but for me it's let the rumination begin yeah. because with FAB coming up and all the concerns behind that, I just, uh, and having too much time to think about it. I think that's the problem, right? It don't think too long, make your picks, and move on. Yeah, I always say think? draft day is the best day of the year, but I didn't, that's that's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It yeah. falls off the cliff pretty quickly, doesn't yeah, it? It does. Yep, they got to wait a whole another year. Um, this what are you walking I, off with? I, I I have a suggestion. If we if we can't get the rosters input by um, you know Tuesday night, because Wednesday we we plan on running a fab, but we, we can't set the fab date until the rosters are in. I say we hold off until Fat Tuesday, put everyone's rosters in, calculate the stats, and then let the trading begin. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it will get in. What is Fab? Like, how is that going to work? This, this, this for this period, this interim period. Right. So this is what I put in um, that we'd like to run the Fab Wednesday night before opening day, Thursday. Okay? Yeah. And then, again, on April 8th. So our weekly Saturday night fab would start April April 8th after this Wednesday. So when you say we would like to, is this what CBS does or is this what you're requesting? This is what I'm requesting in a sense that I'd like to run the fab Wednesday night, but the rosters need to be input before then because I can't. Yeah, oh, cer- certainly. Right. Certainly. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, and I don't mean to confuse people, but I, I always thought that CBS, when they run, oh, never mind. I'm talking two different things. Let, let's leave it there. Yeah, because we, we we can we can have the weekly fab run on Wednesday nights, and then I just change it the next yeah the next week. Yeah, I was thinking two separate things. I apologize. And I did find the uh, saves holds, and I, I made that change in the scoring. Yay, yay, so all is right with the world. You know, what this is potentially, okay, so let's, let's just talk about this again because I don't know how much helium this got at the draft, but one of the things that you and I are going to do, um, since we've moved out of commissioner roles and now into R&D, right, into beta testing, right. you and I are going to 
import the rosters into fan tracks. Right. And that's spelled for everybody, F-A-N-T-R-A-X. We're going to move um, rosters there and beta test it for potential move to that site next year, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're going to monitor it, take a look at it, and I'll share I'll share the, my password, username and password, which I have to do for this, so I have to break my social stance. Um, Just use the same one you use for your advocate. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I will share that with everyone so they can take a look. Hey, I, I had it on my index card to ask you, and it, it, I must have slipped by. Um, so... Wait, an index? You have index cards? Yeah, that's how I take notes. What the hell? I, I use All a right. pencil and index cards. Hmm. What's a what's a pencil? Pencil. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you. Other than Tom ninety three saves last year, which was way way uh, the second person had seventy two and the third person had fifty six and had fifty one forty eight. What do you think the number's going to be for saves holds? What, what do you think it's going to have to be? So, first of all, uh, the term heretofore, um, and this is for Rick's purposes, and Rick and, and, and Bob Kirk, it's solds, not shoulds. I think they, they were using the word shoulds, which is, it's not a thing, it's a sold. I was trying to predict that, right? To, to, to um, see what do I need on my roster? I'm going to say that somewhere in the 80s gets you into the top three. Okay, so, all right. What do you think? 70 had, to 80? I had 90 just to overestimate, so, but I think you're okay. right. Yeah. Um, it, so you, the last time that Tom didn't win saves, uh, I'm not counting the 2020 season, because uh, in, in 21 he had 102. Last year he had 90-something. Um you won it in 19 with 70. And that was fairly close. It was 70, 68, 68, and 60. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, between 85 and 95, and Tom will have like 140 if he keeps pace of what he's been doing the past couple of years. Uh, you know what? I, I, I had taken a quick look, and there's some – I might be mixing leagues here, but I thought somebody was going to run away with this the souls category, but I can't remember now. I, I think what it does though, is it, it, it adds uh, a, another layer in, in, in fab rounds. Right. And, and I know Bill was looking, I, I saw his strategy because a lot of the players that he was nominating um, or picking up was, was the same ones that I had kind of keyed in on. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I, I hope it provides, um, the impetus for, for more fab usage and, and more players out there. Um, can, can we talk about just real quickly, um, since we're approaching an hour, fab round real quick. Um, there seems to be a lot of concern that we, the fab round was too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was funny, huh? Yeah. I, I don't know why we get to draft day and all of a sudden it becomes an issue when it's discussed in the winter meetings and discussed for a couple of years. Um, it, I, I just find it to, to be um, to be a little bit of jocularity there. So I think um, this is just my feeling is that these getting rid of oysters has um, caused some consternation. Nah, I, that's not a right word. 
people are thinking like, I don't know if oysters are going to stay. So I don't know if I want to use those slots to pick guys. Mm, okay. And then when you realize you don't want to do that, you think, what am I doing here? Like, yeah, there's already 60 of these guys drafted in a reserve round. Like, I'm digging at this point, and I'm do, – do you understand what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get that. It's a different spin. That's good That's good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Okay? I think people think these getting rid of oysters are going to get some legs, and I don't know if they're interested in investing in a player two years from now. Wait, that would be something um, – that, that would be uh, oysters are getting legs? That, that's oysters. really part of uh, <laughs> right. development in uh, – but, right. Yeah, biology, isn't it? Oysters, That's awesome. Oysters are getting legs, and they're going to walk back into the sea. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, last thing, everybody, um, spots are filling up. If you want to be on the podcast, uh, let us know. We would call you at nine fifteen, um, but we're running that through through April. Uh, so, if you want to be on the podcast, uh, text me, and we'll make space for you. So that's but other a, than that, Chief, good luck to you. So that's a that's a marketing ploy. Spots are filling up because they're really not. <laughs> no, we do. We have somebody else on the uh, um, on deck. So yeah. yeah, all right. But it's going to be a teaser. <laughs> Spots are filling up. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, enjoy uh, this week. Opening day on Thursday. Get your fab picks in. Uh, it's going to run Wednesday night. So there you go. All right. Thanks, Chief. Right. Enjoy. See you.